Listen to this episode so you can learn how to produce a podcast. A wise man once said, the time has come. This is the Come Up Steps to Success podcast with your hosts, James Lawson and Courtney Steven. All right, so for those that are listening, you already know what a podcast is. But if you're new to this channel, Courtney, what is a podcast? I mean, put simply, a podcast is radio on demand. It's pretty much the audio equivalent of a live book. I don't know. How would you describe it? I would put it as simply as thoughts or conversations recorded that you can get anytime through a medium like your phone or your computer. Something super simple. I don't I think it's just very simple like that. I mean, the podcasts I listen to come in a variety of of different formats because some of them it's people out in the field, live, living, grinding, hustling, like, you know, Russell Brunson and all them. Or you got the super short tips of the week, like uh, Jordan Harbinger, Art of Charm, or Ask Pat, Pat Flynn, those kind of 5, 10, 12-minute episodes. Or you've got super long lecture-like lessons. So if you're listening to Amy Porterfield or, um, you know, a wake-up warrior something like that. So, I mean, there's a ton of different Vigor Life podcasts. That's one of my favorites, but he just sits down and really just talks about his thoughts and just goes through, you know, a list of things. So it comes in different shapes and forms, interviews, tips, whatever. So there's definitely something for everybody in the podcast world. But before we really dive deep into what a podcast is and how to produce your own podcast, let's first talk about our weekly win. All right. So I'll kick it off. I I know I've been having a streak of some pretty solid wins, but it's been a real, it's been, it's been a rough week for me. My team got eliminated from the playoffs officially, so there's not too much glorious going on over there. I think my weekly win is just something I'm going to have to keep it super humble and say, I got out of bed this morning. I have a job. I'm happy about that. And I think when you really step back and look at it, like, are you actually happy to go to work today? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm going to work today because there's a lot of people out there who hate their job and I actually love what I do. So I'm going to take that as a W. Yeah, that's that's definitely a W. The fact that you can wake up and be happy to go to work, even though the situation might not be exactly how you want it to be, you know, with your team being eliminated, the fact that you're still happy about that, that's a W. So, hey, chalk that up for that weekly win. Uh, my weekly win Moving on. is more of a team. <laughs> my weekly win is, is more of a team win. Uh, you know, we started this podcast about, uh, let's say two and a half months ago. And really no way, bro. Listen, we go once a week and this is episode 16. That would make that geez, four months. You're right. Time flies when you're having fun. Definitely. I mean, I have fun recording this all the time. So, uh, my our weekly win for the TCU team is that we are finally over 1000 downloads. That is super, super exciting. So thank you for everybody that listens. You made this possible, not us, you, because we could have recorded this and put it out and nobody would have listened, but you guys came and you listened. So thank you so much for getting us over a thousand downloads. But now the new goal is we're trying to get a thousand downloads in one month. So help us out by sharing these podcasts with a friend, especially if you love this content. But that's my weekly win, man. Hey, Team TCU, that's our weekly win. So we appreciate you guys. 
All right. So now let's share the comment of the week. All right. This comment's coming to us from Instagram on um, actually week 15 post. Just Juanita says this episode was really helpful. It reinforced some things that I'm already doing and gave me a few more tips to try. For me, sometimes clearing my workspace means leaving spaces entirely and finding new ones. If I have only the tools I need for my task, I have nothing else to pull my attention. Love listening to you guys right before getting into work mode. You help get me focused with the hang loose emoji. Shout out, shout out. Appreciate the love. If you guys want to get a shout out on our next podcast, make sure that you go leave a review on iTunes or hit us up on Instagram at the come up podcast. And if you're wondering what episode she's talking about, that is episode 15, How to Eliminate Distractions. So, Courtney, let's jump right into this week's episode, How to Produce a Podcast. And I really want to talk about how we started this podcast because, I mean, we didn't really want to do it when we started. No, I, it took some convincing for me to get involved. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a busy guy. I got a lot going on, you know, between my career and other projects that were running on the side, like overtime football and all of the all kinds of stuff. But you pulled my you you pulled me you pulled me to the side and said, "Look, man, I got the blueprint master plan, and we could do this." So we did it, and I mean, now we're on episode sixteen, so it's definitely doable, even if you've got a busy schedule. Uh, the main reason why I and this is what I used to convince Courtney was just fact that. It's super simple. You don't need a lot of things to get started. It's not like, you know, you're recording videos and then you got to learn how to edit the videos and videographer, get a camera, all of this stuff. It's super simple. Half of the tools that we needed, we had already. We already owned them. So hold on. I I, I just want to say one thing, too. It can it can be pretty intimidating. And for me, I was intimidated to start a podcast because I had no idea what it entailed. I didn't even realize that we already had the tools, like you said. But if you listen and you go back and you listen to other people's podcasts, you realize there is no one right way to make a podcast. There's a ton of different ways to make a podcast. And, you know, we found the way that worked for us. Yeah, definitely. And I'll give you a little bit of a background to how I figured out how to, uh, you know, kind of record a podcast. I'm not even gonna say produce a podcast. I'm gonna say record audio because uh, what happened for me was I was just I was looking at some different things like how to get my uh, information, how to get my thoughts out there, and I had gone into videos. And I thought to myself, okay, you know, I've been listening to podcasts. What does it take to record your own podcast? And I had been making beats in the past. So I'm like, okay, it must not be that hard. I just got to record now. So what I really did was just plug in my Apple headphones, plugged it into my computer and hit the record button and just started talking. And I remember I recorded like a 15 minute episode. Not even, I'm not even going to call it an episode. I recorded for 15 minutes just talking and then I played it back to myself. And I'm like, you know what? I think I could actually do this. And that was one of the first steps that I took to recording a piece of audio. And that kind of gave me the confidence to say, you know what, I want to start my own podcast. And that's really what gave me the inspiration to come to you, Courtney, and say, you know what, we should start our own podcast since we've been working on so many projects together. And I'm glad that you did because, you know, I start my day with podcasts. It's a part of my routine. I mean, podcasts are one of those things that they don't take a lot of, um, you can multitask and listen to a podcast. So when I'm on my commute into work, I love to crush one at least. I got at least 
30 minutes, 40 minutes on the drive going in. So that's a good chunk of time where I can digest some information. So podcasts are perfect for that. And now that we got our own, you know, we get to to produce our own audio entertainment for the world to digest. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think the one thing that really was, I guess, the easiest part for us at the beginning was choosing a topic to talk about because we had been we've been having meetings for over three years where we talk about things to get each other, you know, better in terms of entrepreneurship, you know, uh, you know, productivity hacks, things that we talk about on this podcast right now that we've been talking about for three years. So it was easy for us to choose a topic because we're just like, all right, let's just record the meetings that we already have. Right. I mean, we've been accountability partners since back when we were in school. And I think Opening up the door to let people inside of your mind or inside of the happenings, kind of uh, sharing trade secrets, if you will. That's the beauty of podcasts because you get to, you know, hear keynotes and hear discussions and hear debates and and hear the process, the process more than anything of how people actually made their success. Yeah, definitely. Any uh, podcast that you really like that you're listening to right now, like a top one for you? Man, I love... I go through cycles. So I I love Smart Passive Income Podcast by Pat Flynn. That's probably the one I listen to the most. It's a weekly podcast and a lot of podcasts are either weekly or daily. Another one that I, I crush in large amounts, I'll binge on the Gary V audio experience. And he he's a guy who, when I say there's different ways to create your podcast, he really just takes his video content or he takes his keynote presentations and repurposes them. So it wasn't until recently that he actually got super technical about sitting down with a good mic and editing the sound quality of his stuff to make a podcast. So he was putting out pretty raw, you know, it wasn't super aesthetic to listen to. But the content itself was valuable and it was something that I like. So those are good. Vigor Life podcast, which is uh, more about fitness, health, nutrition. And uh, those are my top three, really. Those are the ones I like to go to. How about you? What are you listening to? Personally, I like The Art of Charm by Jordan Harbinger. Hopefully I said his last name right there. Uh, That one right now is one of the ones that I listen to every day on the way to work. I took a break for the last two days because I really just uh, jumped on SPI, Smart Passive Income uh, by Pat Flynn. I really just started listening to that one recently again. But my go-to is definitely The Art of Charm. Reason being is he drops an episode on Monday, which is like a mini episode where he just offers some quick training. It's about five minutes. And then he does the uh, interviews, which are like really in-depth conversations with entrepreneurs that we're really just trying to emulate their journey. So I really like those episodes too, because you get to step inside the mind of somebody who's doing what you want to do. And you really get to learn about what it is that it takes to get to where you want to be. And I think a huge honorable mention got to go out to Finding Mastery with Michael Gervais, where he sits down and has long form interviews with some super successful people from, you know, owners of professional sports franchises to ex-military, all kinds of professionals. But he's really good at asking questions that, you know, kind of entice people to tell their life story in a way that you can relate. So, yeah, man, podcasts, love them. 
Yeah, we'll definitely include those in the show notes if you're interested in listening to, you know, some different podcasts. Listen to what we listen to. Yeah. And you know what? Listening to those podcasts helped us do something, which was identify the audience that we felt like we could best serve. Could you talk a little bit about that, Cordy? Because I know when it, when we first started, you were kind of the architect in finding out what are the, the key topics that we can cover and how we can provide value for our audience. Yeah, well, podcasting is pretty much there's three kinds of entertainment, right? You're either going to watch something, you're going to listen to something, which is a podcast, or you're going to read something, which might be like a blog or newspaper or whatever. In any case, you have to understand who you're speaking to. And so if you're just speaking in general, you might go in one ear and out the other. But when you have a certain person who you're speaking to, those people are going to hear a message and going to gravitate towards it. So whenever you deliver you know, your content, you got to know who it is that you're exactly talking to so that you can talk to those people's specific needs, questions, what their desires are, what their experiences are. So you can relate because if you relate with somebody, that's when you build the relationship. And even though you guys aren't talking back, you know, directly, we feel you, we get the comments, we get the emails, we see the ratings, all that kind of stuff. And it points us in that direction of what else you guys want to hear next. When you really niche down or niche down or however you want to say it, that's where the value comes because now we're talking about relatable things. Now, for those who don't know the exact background of TCU, because a lot of the times we don't really share a lot of the things that go on in the background. Courtney, how many episodes did we record before we dropped the first one creating an elevator pitch? Oh man, I think we, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we sat down And we said to each other, all right, when rappers go in the studio, they don't just make one song and put it out. They they make like five, 10 songs. So I think we got in the our fake studio, which was like a walk in closet. And we hung up the clothes strategically so that it didn't get too bouncy in there. And then in one day we did six, six episodes. And then I think we came back and over next week we did maybe about two to four more episodes. We had almost 10 episodes done before we launched the first one. Yeah. And the one main reason why we did that, uh, I feel is because we didn't really know what we were doing at first. We didn't know what the flow was going to be, what style it was going to be. And so we really just recorded a bunch of stuff to kind of find out what our style was, you know, how we're going to interact with each other, who was going to lead the conversation. And at the end of it all, we finally came down to one episode, which was creating an elevator pitch. And we said, OK, let's put this one on and see how people like it. Because for me personally, I was liking all of them. I was getting excited. But it's not really about what you like, essentially. It's really about what the audience is going to find value in. Right. Because, you know, one of our uh, early episodes was making gains in the gym. And if you look at the spread over the last 15 episodes, That one kind of stands out as a little more, you know, fitness oriented where a lot of them are dealing with, you know, personal development, um, more entrepreneurial stuff. We're talking about building websites, doing podcasts. But at the time we were feeling it out. We were trying to see who was our audience, who responded to what. And you do that by kind of being yourself and then seeing where that goes, I feel. No, definitely. Definitely. I think you just got to choose a topic you love. And like I said earlier in the in this episode, like we picked a topic that we already have conversations about well in depth and we know that we could provide value to people. 
And so that's why we chose a topic, you know, entrepreneurial, personal development for the entrepreneurial. Right. So it might not necessarily be only entrepreneurs, but people who have entrepreneurial tendencies. So a lot of athletes, they have to take their their venture to, you know, the pros or to post-secondary education. They take that venture somewhat like a business. You know, you're building your brand, you're um, promoting yourself, you're doing all the things that an entrepreneur will do. You might not be selling a product, but you are, you, you yourself, you're adding value. You are a product. So there's something in there for everyone. And I think it took a while for us to shape that. But now that we figured it out, we can tell people, okay, this is who we are. This is what we do. But you have to do some soul searching first. Yeah. So for those of you that are listening, that are thinking, okay, you know what? I want to start a podcast. I got a topic in mind. I feel like I know who my audience is. We're going to really dive into how to really actually get into the technical part, which is starting to record your podcast. And I'll start it off really. And my thing is just start simple. Don't get ahead of yourself by, you know, you know, dropping $500 on a mic because realistically the quality comes from, uh, you know, mic placement and also just working on the fine things. Like, for example, uh, getting a pop screen on your mic. And if you don't have a mic, then you can st- simply start with using headphones. Most headphones now for your cell phone will have a mic in it. Just start by that and start recording, working on your cadence, working on simple things like your style. Is there anything that you can suggest that, you know, when we first started, we kind of had some, uh, you know, some hiccups there? As far as the mic? As far as far as mic or just getting started with the recording process? Well, we can go back and talk about all the issues we had with the mic, because as you know, we're not using the same mic that we used when we started out. But no, we are not. uh, That's a whole nother topic, but I'll come back to that. I think it's important to make a list of all the potential topics that you can cover because you don't want to run into a roadblock five weeks in where you're running out of things to say already. If this is something you want to do for an extended period of time, then you should brainstorm and just dump everything out. What are all the different topics that I can cover and see how in depth you can go and uh, make sure that you got ammunition, you know, because after a while you're going to be running out of ideas. So you need to make sure that you got a lot in the bank. Secondly, as far as the mic is concerned, yeah, just start out simple and put something out there because the content is the king. You know, the quality, it doesn't matter how good the quality of your sound is if your podcast isn't the greatest, but it will get better as you go. So start out, like Jimmy said, just do something, put something on wax, just record, hit the studio. Or if your studio is really just in front of your laptop, hit that studio and just put something on wax. And then after you get more comfortable with it and you're sure that this is what you want to do, then I suggest that you invest in a mic, put your money where your mouth is and put some skin in the game. And that's going to force you to start taking it a little bit more serious. All right. So let's talk a little bit about our mic choice at the beginning, because you went out and got a mic after we we committed and we said, OK, we're doing this for real, for real. Uh, you went out and got a mic and we recorded our first episode. What mic did you get again? Oh, I'm not exactly sure which one it was, but I went to Long and McQuaid which is your neighborhood music store. And I pretty much told them what I was trying to accomplish. We wanted to record two voices with one microphone. So we got what's called an omnidirectional mic. And that's something that picks up sound coming from everywhere. So it was good, but there's also a downside to using an omnidirectional mic because the pattern it picks up, which is everywhere, is going to have a lot of outside noise. 
So we're hearing the cars in the street outside the window. We're hearing the washing machine in the other room. We're hearing the phone ringing downstairs. We're hearing all different kinds of things. So the omnidirectional mic helped when we only had one mic and two speakers, but eventually we had to graduate to what we call a cardioid pickup pattern mic, which basically think of a, a heart shape. So it's really picking up just the space that's in front of the mic and not everything in the whole entire room. So you don't have to uh, hang up sheets on the wall or put up soundproofing to dampen all the echoes as much because the mic is only picking up a smaller area of sound. And this it helps to make everything sound a lot more clear and your voice is going to be more crisp when you record because of the pattern of the mic, not even the quality of the mic, but just the pattern of how it's picking up sound. Yeah, I agree. And if you want an example, go and listen to our first couple of episodes and compare it to the ones that we're doing right now. You will hear cars in the background in the first couple of episodes. But the great thing about it is the content is so fire that people don't care. They will still listen to it because they're going to find value in it. And I think that also was a part of our plan, too, because this is the come up, right? And if we started out doing things the way the pros did them, then there wouldn't be that much of a come up. We really are figuring these things out as we go. And I think that's part of what makes this cool. You know, we're experimenting and then we're reporting back to you guys and telling you about our results. So we'll, we'll, we'll post the mic that we use currently on TCU, on the comeuppodcast.com so that you guys could check it out and um, go see what our tools look like. In fact, uh, Courtney, we got a bonus content this episode the TCU podcast starter checklist. Awesome. Okay. And uh, we'll have a link in the show notes where you can pick that up and you could get your PDF for free and even watch our short video tutorial too. Awesome. So let's get into a little bit more because we talked about the mic. We talked about the idea, the topics. We talked about the mic. Where do you save all of this on? Well, I'm right now, I am recording directly into GarageBand on my laptop. I have a MacBook. So GarageBand comes with every Mac computer. And as a matter of fact, if I were on the road and I had my travel mic with me, I could record into the GarageBand that's on my iPhone 7 Plus. So really, I didn't have to do anything extra to be able to record this podcast. The only thing that I bought was the mic and the headphones or the studio monitors that I'm listening to. But that's even over and above. You don't need these headphones. I just like the way that I hear the whole sound. I hear the lows, the highs, all of those kinds of things. But I'm recording right now into GarageBand. Okay, nice. And if you don't have a MacBook, if you don't have an Apple product and you have Windows, uh, you know, on an HP or whatever brand of uh, computer you have, as long as it's Windows, you can use a, a program called Audacity. And I will link Audacity and GarageBand into the show notes. But Audacity is the same thing. It's a free software that you can use to record your audio. Right. But GarageBand is not where we do the editing. Now, again, like we said, when you're just starting out, you're just going to want to record, you know, maybe clip off the beginning and the end. Um and then just post it as it is, right? People want to hear the conversations. People want to hear the real and the raw. But then as you start to make it into more of a professional production, you can go back and you can, well, I mean, Jimmy, what am I saying? 
I don't master anything. You you do all the editing. All right. So I'll talk about it. I don't want to get too in-depth. And if you guys want more information, maybe we'll do a part two, how to publish a, a podcast, because in there, we'll talk a little bit more about getting it prepared for the real world, for sharing it on uh, social medias. But like Courtney said, start small, record something, post it for a few friends, you know, share it on SoundCloud, whatever platform you want to choose, but share with a few people so they can give you some feedback. But if we want to talk about uh, mixing and editing, the software that I use is Logic Pro X. Now, this software costs, uh, you know, I believe it's $199 right now in the Apple stores, but I've had this software for a few years now. Um, and that is what I use to mix and master the audio that we have. Now, let's bring it a little bit back. Episode one, like I said, I didn't know much about mastering or mixing or really anything about taking care of voice audio. So what I did was we recorded it. I cut out all the stuff that we didn't want people to hear, like the mistakes. And then I posted it. And what happened was somebody came to me and said, hey, you know, great podcast. The contents is is awesome. But when I'm in my car, I can't hear the sound as well as I can hear it when I'm listening to it on my headphones. So that really confused me because I was like, oh, it should sound the same. But what I found was that when you don't mix and when you don't master, it doesn't sound the same on on different systems. So my advice would be listen to your uh, podcast on multiple systems. So listen to it on your headphones, listen to it on a pair of speakers. And if you have a car, which a lot of people listen to their podcast while they're in their car or while or while they're working out on headphones, listen to it in a car because that's where a lot of people are going to listen to your podcast. And you want to make sure that they don't have to turn up the volume when one person's speaking and then turn it back down when another person's speaking. You want to make sure that all of the audio is leveled now. And I wanted to, I want to interject and say one thing. That's another reason why we got the headphones, the studio monitors is because when you're editing on headphones that can't pick up all of the low and high frequencies, but then you play back the audio in a car that has a surround sound system, you're going to hear all of the imperfections that you missed. So the studio monitors are going to allow you to edit the true sound and not just the in-betweens. You're going to get the highs and you're going to get the lows all with the studio monitors. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, we've really gone in-depth a little bit in but, terms but, of how to... Why not? You know, give them a little. Give them a little. We can't keep it all for ourselves. You're right. You're right. You're right. So... What I'm going to do is I'm going to give a a really quick tip on how to make sure that you capture the best audio when you're recording your podcast. A lot of people will think that a really expensive mic is what's going to get you the best audio, but it's actually the opposite. It's good mic placement that's going to get you great audio, and then mixing and editing is going to help you refine the uh, audio quality. What do you mean by mic placement? Could you go into that a little further and just let the people know what you mean by mic placement? Yeah, definitely talk about that. So what I like to do is, or what we do at the TCU headquarters is we have a stand for our mic. So we're not holding the mic in our hand. Uh, You know, it's not just lying down on the floor or on the table. We use a stand. So the stand allows the mic to stay at a, uh, a balanced level. Now, in terms of mic placement, I'm really talking about the distance between your mouth where you're talking and the mic. So what we like to do is I have my mic about a few centimeters away from my mouth. And the reason for that is uh, it's going to capture all of the sound that I'm speaking and less of the sounds around me. 
I tend to speak a lot louder than Jimmy naturally. Maybe it's the football coach in me, but my mic is about half a foot from my face just because when I'm speaking in GarageBand, I can see my levels going up, up, up every time I say a word. And I just want to make sure that it doesn't go all the way to the top. And we call that peaking because then the sound will be distorted when it's getting recorded and you can't do much with it after it's already too loud. So because Courtney just mentioned levels, if your um, software that you're using to record allows you to see the decibels, so that's the dB that you see there, you want to be in a range between negative 12 and negative 24. When you're in that range, it allows you to do a lot of things when you're mixing and editing, which is, you know, boosting the sound or reducing the sound. Like Courtney said, if you're peaking, it makes it really hard for you to edit and master your audio. So we talked about how to produce a podcast by figuring out your topic and your audience and, you know, finding out what equipment you're going to use and then figuring out how you're actually going to record it with which software and what kind of mic. So we're going to give our three steps on how to produce a podcast. So I'm going to go first, Courtney. And my number one thing is choose a topic you love. You want to pick something that comes easy to you, something that you know you can provide countless and in-depth value. And like Courtney said, make a list of topics that you can share because eventually you might get a brain freeze and you might not be able to think of something. So choose a topic you love. Number two, start simple and choose the free option. You want to start super simple. If you can record with your headphones, start with that. Choose a free software. Go in with little expenses and figure out if this is something that you really want to do. Then number three, Listen to your podcast on multiple systems. Listen on your headphones, listen to it on a pair of speakers, and listen to it in a car because you want to make sure that the experience is the same across all different systems. So from the top, choose a topic you love. Number two, start simple. Choose the free option. And number three, listen on multiple systems. Courtney, take them away. So there's so many things that we could say, but I think if I had to pick three, they would be Plan your attack. That means before the whole series even starts, like Jimmy was saying, you need to have an idea of a whole bunch of potential episodes. And then furthermore, when each episode is going to be recorded, you should think of what are the points that I'm going to say for this episode. Don't script it, but at least have a few headlines or a few jot notes that you know you're going to cover. So plan your attack. Second, I would say 10x your launch. That means before you release your very first episode, you should record at least, at least 10 and maybe not 10 full episodes, but at least get in front of the mic, speak, hear what your voice sounds like and get comfortable with it. This way, if you record five, six, seven, eight episodes, you can pick the best one out of those and serve that up to your audience as your very first episode. The reason this is important is because even till today, When newcomers to the TCU team hear us, they're going to go back and listen to episode one to find out what we're all about. So you want to make sure you come out the gate with something that you're going to be proud of. And third, learn your levels. As we said, the audio quality might not be the best out of the gate, but you want to make sure that people can't hear you. So you're going to want to make sure you go in your computer, go in the settings and mess around with the input levels. So you can record at a high enough level to be heard and your output levels so that as you're listening to it back, you can hear the sound in its full quality. 
to hear all the highs, all the lows, and everything in between. So from the top, plan your attack, 10x your launch, and learn your levels. Man, I'm really glad we did this episode because we've had a few questions, you know, few. how do I start my own? <laughs> we've had okay. a ton of, we've okay. had a was, ton of I'm questions to be honest. I was being humble. Yeah. I mean, I, I, people come to me at work and like, yo, I listen to your podcast and I, I've always wanted to start my own. And, you know, I tell them it's actually pretty simple. You just got to start. That's the biggest thing. Starting is the hardest part. But then from there, it's just a constant process of test it, review it, redo it. Hey, I couldn't have said it any better than that. So if you are looking to start your own podcast, we have included a free download, the TCU Podcast Starter Checklist in the show notes. Make sure you go to the website, thecomeuppodcast.com slash episodes slash 16 to get your free download. And if you're feeling froggy, leave us a comment. Tell us what you want to start your podcast on and, you know, maybe we can help you out. So leave a comment. Tell us what you're thinking. And if there was something in there that was not too clear, you need some clarification. Don't be afraid to reach out and leave us a message. So, Courtney, any last words? You know, we said a lot. Hey, we're here to serve you. Make sure that you guys don't hesitate to reach out. The best way that you could pay us back is to pay it forward and share this with somebody. So, Don't hesitate to leave five stars on that bad boy and we'll see you next week. And we're out. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find the Come Up podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. The greatest compliment you could give us is to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher. This will also help us get in front of more people. And you can connect with us on Instagram at The Come Up Podcast. Don't forget to visit us online at thecomeuppodcast.com for a detailed summary from every episode all the way back to number one, including resource links and downloadable bonus content. <laughs>